0: change is always possible mm-hmm. always possible always with with God always this is why Jesus talked so often about the heart not behavior modification and behavior modification is <clears throat> that's bad news Jesus being able to transform our hearts is good news
1: hey everybody on today's episode of the live change podcast we're talking about just that change Whether it's physical, spiritual, or mental, we all have things we fight to change about ourselves. But what does God have to say about the goals we set and the change we truly need in our lives? See, today we're taking complacency head on, and it starts right now. So today I'm joined by my uh, guest here, uh, Jason Mitchell. Good to have you back, buddy. It's great to be here with you. Ah, it's nice to have you. And we've got Joanna Wishard.
2: Hey, happy to be here.
1: Uh, thank you. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you're happy to be here.
2: So
1: happy. is my co-host here on the Live Change Podcast. And so today we're going to be talking about change. And I thought there was no better thing to talk about in change than uh, it's just been a couple of weeks but New Year's resolutions, and I know everyone's sick of it, so please don't don't turn off the the the, the podcast. But I, I'm just kind of curious: Do you guys, did you guys set New Year's resolutions this year, and are they already gone? I actually did not set any resolutions this year. You didn't? No. You so you've arrived. You're like ah, uh, nothing I'm, to change I've, here. I'm there.
0: <laughs> No. I am
1: all that is man. I am no specimen.
0: I, I think what it was was I was just way more focused on. I just honestly forgot. And but I, I don't usually set resolutions. I usually, I, I mean, I have set like goals for the year, which I guess is the same thing, right? You, whatever you want to call them. But this year I did. I really didn't. No.
1: Okay, Joanna.
2: Yeah. No resolutions. Sounds like gun. Yeah. yeah.
1: Did you? I did. I have like twelve. Oh wow! I have an app high. just for my resolutions. Wow. I'm okay. not kidding you. Are you going to share any of these? I will absolutely share. You know me. I'm an open book. <laughs> Much to my wife's chagrin. Can we end. get?
0: Can we give you some?
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> can we add Add to your list? I, I don't think I paid for it's the premium a app, so okay. I,
0: I can't right. add There's any. There's no more
1: space.
2: Well, yeah, you would need an app to um, keep track of is, all those. Is this
0: an app specifically designed for it is, goalkeeping? It is
1: habit keeping.
2: Oh, I, wow. I am That's keeping cool.
1: habits. And- one of them uh, was, you know, there was, there's standard stuff like exercising and drinking right. more water right. and, you know, consistent time with God. But then I do have one that is uh, like, and calling mom. She's, she's, okay. Trying. Probably works as a relationship soon. Yeah. 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 Uh, uh, rucking. Rucking? Rucking is when you walk mm-hmm. with a backpack yeah. filled with weights. Yes. Oh, yes. 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 That is rucking. Yeah. I have taken up rucking.
0: I'm imagining you filling it with rocks. I'm assuming it's a little bit more sophisticated than that. Is it
1: actually? He's filling it with all his
2: resolutions. (laughs) He does all twelve of them. How dare you?
1: Um, (laughs) I face judgment. Trying to be the best version of me. I'm just wondering
2: if they're heavy enough for your backpack.
1: Um, So I do not have rocks because I wanted some consistency. But I am cheap. And trying to live frugally, so uh, I didn't want to also buy like rucking weights. So, so you dirt, you feel. Oh, there's dirt. like a whole community like of rucking. I don't but, doubt it. Um, but I, I got bricks. I bought bricks. And How I,
2: are bricks more consistent than rocks? If you use the same aren't, rocks every aren't time,
1: bricks square rocks. No, because I wanted to add weights to my rucking i wanted to add weights to my rucking journeys we
0: understand the concept we have questions about <laughs> the, the <method>. execution <laughs> yeah
1: you know something this is becoming a radically unsafe place for ruckers <laughs> um so so here's my thing is like so i i put these bricks in mm-hmm. and how so much, like how much does each brick weigh i think it's like four pounds what do you, okay. mean you think right,
2: Oh, I forget. <laughs> if you were looking for yeah, consistency, he wants to be precise. you have to know.
1: Oh, well, I, I forget right now. Okay. Let's just I'm go. I'm relatively the new to the sport of rucking. I feel like we're ganging up on you, um, I don't like it. No, that, that's so okay. I actually I actually I know am mind. so confident in my rucking that I don't mind it. Um so I'll take these bricks. I wrapped them in duct tape so okay. that they're softer because <laughs> I tried it without that and that hurts. Oh, much. yeah, that would hurt. Yeah, that's the like, th- you that's that's called jagged rucking. <laughs> Are you being also it sounds so. like you
2: have a weak backpack. <laughs>
1: so um so here's the kicker though. Mhm. So this has been a couple weeks now of rucking uh where I put on this heavy backpack and I walk but I don't live close to wooded areas. So I have to do urban rucking. <laughs> He's <laughs> just walking around the city yeah.
0: with a backpack full of bricks. Uh, it starts in
1: my neighborhood. <laughs> You're the
0: weird guy. I am. Like, yeah,
1: yeah.
2: Actually, I was driving home from work last night, and there was a guy in very dark clothes. Was that you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: No, and you should you call need the some police. Reflection, if it was. Uh, I here's the thing is like so. I'm I'm walking around my neighborhood. Yeah. Well, apparently the word got out because people were telling my kids at school. Like, I saw your dad. What's he <laughs> doing? <laughs> and and people are like someone stopped and was like, Hey, are you okay? Uh, like, do you need, do you need a lift? And I was like, no, I'm rucking.
0: <laughs> oh, it looked like you moved out of your house with how much stuff you had in that backpack. Oh, oh my, my
2: goodness. But
1: it burns twice as many calories. I was going to say, what is the point? Yeah. It so it burns, burns a lot of calories. calories. It gives you core. It's a core okay. exercise and there's a whole club. I'm um, proud of you. Seriously. Thank like, you. That's, that's cool.
0: Uh, exercise. I've got friends in the military who they'll talk about the rucksack and all that. And so, yeah, yeah rucksacks. Um
1: and all this is to, to, to I, I want to be the better person. I want to be a better version of Chad. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause I don't, uh, I don't think any of us, and I think we all do, we all have that. So it, maybe it's not a new year's resolution, but what is it for you guys that something you, maybe it's something as a family or something for you personally, what do you, what do you wish that was different or change or what do you, what, where is their caution tape and, you know, construction happening in your lives?
2: Yeah, I mean, I feel like I'm on like the goal setting side of things. I don't know. I just feel like resolutions, like even that word,
1: it just like trips me up. Uh, okay, so, and so, so I've just setting. learned more what, what,
2: that like that doesn't what, work. What
1: goal does mine it is
2: super lame. I'm just trying to take a vitamin every day.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm carrying like thirty is, pounds of bricks, like and I yours just... is to carry. A, uh, eat a vitamin. <laughs> Is we this like a you fl- don't
2: eat it, you would swallow it. They're not Flintstones. I'm getting I'm eating like grown-up vit or I'm taking grown-up vitamins.
1: <laughs> they make them gummy. There's adults if you, you know what? if I've you take gummy, gummy vitamins. vitamins in in your life as an adult. If you are an adult and take gummy vitamins, leave a comment. Yeah. And mm-hmm. and that represent. Was me
2: for a season. It's a lot more enjoyable. They just don't have all the right stuff. It's in them. It's very
1: bad for your teeth. I've heard too. Like you need yeah. to brush your teeth after every time you eat a gummy. <laughs> that's, I that's wonder gummy if they bit. can make vitamins in other th- foods. Like, like, why not
0: fruit just put the vitamins in, your, in yeah. your food, Joanna?
2: What, like, crush it up like you're like a cat?
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean, yes. <laughs> or I was going to say, like, if you need b- vitamin C, why not just eat an orange? <laughs>
2: Sure, but also like I don't know, being like a mom on the go. Like okay, it's, it's, it's like the, that's it, like it, a uh, at least I know I'm getting it. And
1: so you want to eat vitamins. I want to
2: a- take a vitamin. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to eat vitamins. I want to take a vitamin. You
1: know what I mean.
2: <laughs>
0: that's JC. good though. That's that's uh small winnable goals right there. Yeah. Right. Sure.
2: Yeah. If you take it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Have you not?
2: I've been like half and half.
0: Right. It's hard. You, you can do it. Really I think whoa,
2: doing no. new thing, like remembering to do new things can be hard, or at okay. least for me. Mm-hmm.
1: Would you be willing to let me introduce you to my Habit app? No. I think it would help. <laughs> at the and end Then of the it would day,
2: just remind me when I didn't do no, it. No, at I'd the end, end of the day,
1: if you do all your habits, it gives you confetti. <sighs> yeah, but the thing is, Joanna me.
0: would get the, the Habit app, and it'd be like, enter your habits. <laughs> and she would put in one, and it would
1: say... Enter this more. app is not
0: for you. <laughs> this app is not for you. You need the notes func- feature. Yeah,
1: totally. <laughs> I was reading some stats, and uh, it's fascinating that literally about half the country, every New Year's, sets a New Year's resolution. So that means half the country, and, and way more than that, probably, probably 90% of the country has something that they wish was different about themselves. And they set these resolutions because I don't know why, but New Year's is just a great chance for the whiteboard to get wiped clean and, and you get a new chance to do things. And right about this time, January, February, those New Year's re- resolutions are gone and people, the change that people wanted, prayed for, wished for, bought gym memberships for. It's all gone. Like, right around February is when the gyms start emptying out. Mm -hmm. And the change that people wanted just seems to have passed them by. So, today, let's talk about that. Let's talk about change. So, like, first off, like, you know, some of the changes that, you know, these are superficial changes, you know. uh, But, like, you know, weight loss and exercise, these are all resolutions. But... You know, your work ethic, education, money management, relationships, self-care, anger, disorganization, all of this stuff is like these these things that you just wish were different and yet you try and try and you, you bought the books, like you bought the Amazon books on resolutions and stuff and habits mm-hmm. and all that stuff, but there's something that just will not change. So why do you think people don't change? Why do you, why do you think change eludes people? And it could be little change, big change. Why, why do you think change is hard for people?
2: I feel like... Anytime I've tried to move in a different direction in any of the topics you were saying, like my um, gravitational pull is to like swing the pendulum so far that it's like, ah. oh my goodness, it's this change isn't actually pos- like yeah. possible. That was like way too aspirational. And so then it's like...
1: You're addressing rucking right now, I can tell. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's like, I, I can, I'm never you get paralyzed because you're like, Oh my gosh, even out of the gate, I've set myself up for failure.
1: I get it. No, I get it. So you're, you're saying that, you know, like often if you've decided to climb, start climbing hills, you point to Everest and you go that one.
2: Yeah. Or even like with the vitamin thing, it's like, I'm going to eat clean and change my entire diet. And it's like, actually maybe one small step would be just try to take a Mm -hmm. vitamin every day to course correct. Like, instead of trying to change, like, my whole refrigerator at once.
1: So one thing that people struggle with changes is, is setting unrealistic goals.
2: Yeah, I think so. That's for me anyway.
1: Yeah, that's good. Chase?
0: Um, Yeah, I, I was going to say uh, we don't put the right – sometimes I feel like the things that I've wanted to set out to do and then didn't end up doing those things usually comes down to a – or sometimes comes down to a structure issue. Mm. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't have the right structure. Sure. And that could be um, – um, let me try to think of a good example. Like like if I want to um, get a certain amount of calories burned in a month, my Peloton telling me – like th- that's structure in some ways of getting on the Pel- – like the Peloton first of all provides a structure because it gives me something to do. And then the counting the calories in the – what did I say? Calories burned, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. Yeah, so um, that gives me – Well, without that, I have to come up. So sometimes I think you just don't have the right structure around Mm -hmm. you. Maybe one of the most significant things that ends up affecting our ability to change is just a limited, a self-limiting mindset. Mm -hmm. It still really does come down to our thinking. And the reason why when you get, why you run to the fridge when you're stressed and you don't even think about it is because you have done that for so long that it is the well-worn path that you have no resistance in anymore. And so you don't even think about those kinds of things. So the reason why change is really hard is because you're literally trying to create a new path. And that one path took time to create. Yeah, A new path will take time to create. So you have to, I think in some ways, um, create almost like a challenge feature when you want to go after the thing that was most natural to stop it and to redirect and make your new path towards, uh, let's see, let's say it was to uh, a glass of wine at the end of a long day. And now it's to a book. Mm -hmm. So the structure stuff kind of comes into the wine goes away or out of the house, right? That's a structure thing. Because if, if, if that's a goal of yours, let's just say, right. Um, and then you put the book where it's easy to get to, I mean, mm-hmm. I'm making something up right yeah, now. Yeah, no, I'm yeah. I'm just totally, trying to say, totally. like, if that's what you want to move towards or whatever, mm-hmm. but you have to redirect. I, I just think the yeah. the reason changes so hard is because there's a reason you didn't change, and there's a reason you've been doing life the way you've been doing it. Mm-hmm. So, so I, our
1: most natural sort of course is always going to be towards at least resistance. But yeah. I guarantee some people that are struggling with some of these things that they can't seem to change because, like, they are a life changed by Christ. So there's some people out there that are that you know, like. You know they can't get their money in order, or they're they're yelling at their kids, and they're dealing with their anger, and they're like, "I try, I try to change," mm. and and I'm a life changed by Christ, and yet I can't change some of these most simple things,
2: mm-hmm.
1: like, you know, if if Jesus is changing me for for eternity, why can't I, <laughs> why can't I cut up the credit card? Mm-hmm. You know, like what it 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 does play something spiritual. And do you think there's a spiritual component of it that, especially for those of us that are Christians, have things that just won't let go?
2: Yeah, I think some of it is leaning into why you're setting the goal. Oh, okay. And so I think, um, I don't know, even for me, probably like today, Joanna versus, I don't know, even Joanna in college, it was like why am i like today why am i setting this goal what am i what am i hoping happens as a result and then why and then how am i not doing that like um on my own or like yeah. is it a result of more who i who i believe god is creating me to be or like in college it was like well what's serving joanna right now to get things that joanna wants yeah. you know what i mean so yeah. i think then like over that um I don't know, just kind of like even the refinement of like, wait, maybe I should be asking myself, why am I actually making this goal? Um, Oh, that's good. To get me closer to then even a goal that I have more um, passion or conviction than to follow through on because the why matters more. Where then it was in college, it was like, oh, I just, I want to eat out less. I'm trying to save money. I need to pay rent, whatever. And it's like, well, a lot of that is maybe even serving my purpose, not kind of like the, a greater purpose
0: another reason why it's so hard to change is because we focus on the external. We focus on the behavior as opposed to the and this mm. is maybe what you were getting at a little bit Joy, yeah. is the root of where the behavior comes from comes yeah. from. So I have a friend who his goal was it was a certain goal with um, I don't know if it was weight loss but it was, it was it was more exercising every single day and all this kind of stuff. And he went into his account and um for this particular um, app or whatever um, and his username was, I am an athlete. I and he that. did that very intentional because uh, he basically was saying, my identity is, that's who I am. Mm-hmm. I'm an athlete. And if you were to look at him, I mean, you'd be like, no, you're not. But it doesn't matter. He's believing he's yeah. believing that because he knows, and I think we all know that our actions tend to come out of what we believe to be most true about who we are. I've got my brother-in-law actually he wanted to stop eating meat he was finding that it was just doing it wasn't good for him and so um he the next day he just stopped he just stopped and the way he started telling people was like when they would ask him he'd be like oh no i'm a vegetarian this was like day one wow not i'm trying to stop eating meat mm-hmm. it was i am a vegetarian that's a total that's a very it's a it's
1: a different Statement. It's a different sort of place. Now you're getting into the identity piece. Yeah, and that's really exciting because that's that's getting deeper. Yeah, that's that's the next level. So like, I think it's like
0: the rucksack that you're talking about, like
1: you're rucking whatever. It's like
0: there's two ways you can talk about that. One is I'm trying to lose weight. The other is again, let go back to that example. Like, oh, I do this because I'm an athlete.
1: Yes, I I think a lot of that came from the book Atomic Habits. Mm -hmm. I, uh the author's name eludes me. James Clear. Yeah. Yeah, James Clear. He he writes about that identity piece. Yeah. Uh where it's it's shaping not a you're not adopting a habit, you're adopting a persona, a lifestyle. Yes. And and adopting the habits in turn. Yes. By that. And think about it at a spiritual level, right?
0: This is why Jesus talked so often about the heart, not behavior modification. And behavior Uh, modification is—that's bad news. Yeah. Uh, Jesus being able to transform our hearts is good news, because if it's behavior modification, it's like I've got to go figure out how to do all these things and look Mm -hmm. the part for Jesus and do all the right, do more right things and less bad things and and all that. That's really that's a burden. Jesus actually talks about. He was talking about one point. He says, "You know, out of the heart the mouth speaks." out of the heart comes murderous, I think he actually says murderous thoughts and um, lust and all these things. And he's basically saying your actions and all that come from somewhere deeper. And Jesus is saying, I want to change that. And so, you know, I think one of the reasons we struggle with that let's just say you set a goal with finances. You know, you were mentioning that earlier, Chad. The The deeper question that we need to ask too is, it's not just, should I cut up credit cards? That might be a structural thing to help you with some of that. But why can't why am I not content? That's the hard issue, contentment. And how do I let Jesus have more of my heart related to contentment when it comes to exercise or, 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 or even your physical health? It's like, how do I, my body is a temple, right? That's what Paul says in one of his letter to the Corinthians. What does it look like then to worship God with my body? Yeah. What does it mean to worship God? So I'm ready to advance the kingdom of God in this world. I'm physically healthy enough to be there for my my friends and family and all that. Mm-hmm. So now it's about more like a heart issue than just a yeah. It's it's kind of what's fueling it.
1: I I, I think the identity piece is so critical, uh, and it, it applies so much with spiritual. So we get caught up in two kinds of identity. We get caught up in the negative identity. We get caught up in the positive identity. But then there's this, Jason, you talk about this a lot, this already, the identity is already set. Mm -hmm. So in a second, I'm going to have you speak to that. But like, there's people out there that are listening to this podcast right now and you have determined that you will be the first to say the fat joke because I am fat. You have determined that you will be the first to say the I'm poor joke because you know you have lots of debt and you've already got one bankruptcy and you're saying like, you know, I'm just poor. And you start to make these identity statements of I'm this Mm -hmm. and they become of the negative version of yourself, the least version of yourself, the less. And I think that's what I was
0: meaning when I was saying limiting mindsets,
1: like to take
0: on those limiting mindsets. Yes.
1: And, but then there's the positive, like you said, the, I'm the athlete, I'm, I'm the, I'm good with money. I'm, you know, the, these positives, but Tell me about, then there's a bigger one. The umbrella term, like, I'm a child of God. Right. I'm a child
0: of God. I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Um, I am strong and courageous because God has given me everything I need for the, you know, what does it say in Romans, the, the, the same spirit that rose Jesus from the dead lives in me, so right. I don't have to give in to this thing. Like, that's then really beginning to claim the truth of who we are who God says we are in order to live differently.
1: Oh man, that's, that's <clears> really powerful. And now, I think
2: I, yeah. and I think some of those statements then help you also get to the right goals. Oh, and oh, so, that's good. Like I think that so much of that Oh. like it all has to work together. Like or yeah. at least like that's when I know like then I've set myself up for a better chance of success. Yeah. You know, versus like yeah, when you don't have all that kind of
1: And and we're going to talk up. about that because um it's very much so like working on the the uh, painting the shutters of a house that has a rocky foundation mm, mm-hmm. that has a broken foundation it's like you can paint this but there's other things there um so now we live in a culture that you know is is celebrating not changing so i'm going to give you guys a second on this one because this one's this one's real okay what is the difference between contentment and self-confidence and complacency? So there is a culture out there that's saying there, there is body positivity. Is there a danger of slipping past that into complacency of not just accepting what is mm-hmm. instead of what could be? Or, uh, or it's
0: kind of like the hiding behind the whole, like, I'm just being
1: my authentic self. Yeah. Authenticity yeah. is is a word that so many people use yeah. as a mask to mask what they feel is unchangeable.
0: Yeah. Or unhealthy.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: There's a lot of things that we do that's like, I was just being authentic. It's like, oh, well, you were a jerk. Like you shouldn't have said that. It's like, mm-hmm. well, I was just being authentic to myself. I mean, like, so again, we know that that practically doesn't work in every situation. Yeah. The, the issue with the it's, it's even interesting to think about that phrase, the best version of myself. That's an interesting phrase and probably should be challenged to a degree. Mm-hmm. I understand the sentiment behind that. But there's parts of me I don't want to be a better version of. In fact, I want God to kill off. Uh, yeah. And so the, Jesus isn't there to make us a better version of ourselves. Jesus came to make us more like him. him. Mm to shape us and conform us into his image. And part of that is um, the when you know, the, the, what's the word, the whittling down, the whittling effect. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There's pain with that. And there's a little bit of, um, you know, there, there, you've got to conform to his will. So um, all that to say, yeah, I think sometimes we do hide behind that whole authenticity piece to just, I don't know, not, Challenge maybe some of the ways that we that that we're living that aren't best.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And 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 again, it's not any one particular thing that w- needs to change in our lives. Um, it it's it, so many people basically did they just become resolute in the fact that this is who they are, and and perhaps they replace that fear of being judged with confidence like I'm just going to be confident in 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 this version of myself. Mm-hmm. Um so would you say complacency is, is would you say the root of this is is um it's one thing to be self-confident and stuff but do you think people have become complacent with with where they're at because here's the thing the bible says jace confirm for this for me. Jesus says um I've come to give you life and have it to the full. Now I I know He was talking very spiritual and and eternal in that. But do you think that we've become complacent in in the version of our life?
0: Uh, I would say me personally, uh, I've certainly had seasons where, um, yes, things that aren't great in my life, patterns, the way I speak to my kids or the way I I handle my money or whatever it might be, becomes normal. But it doesn't mean it's best,, mm-hmm. and so I don't know if it's complacency, I mean, I guess it's complacency if you know it and you don't care, it's ignorance, I guess, if you don't know it, yeah, um so I think if God illuminates like if 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 you know if there's something in our life that we feel our conscience is dinged on, you know, we feel like um we feel. Convict conviction we feel oh, and we cool. you know we, we, we ignore that that I would say is complacency mm-hmm. um, is it a sin yes to not to not follow through on your conscience yes
1: so when, when we feel that when we feel the sting of complacency when we feel the sting of like you know God's calling me to something better but I'm going to stay
0: yeah, I mean, again, Paul and Paul talks about that, and I don't, I don't remember which letter he talks about that, but he talks about our consciences. Um, not basically, it's a sin to go against your conscience. So, so I'm looking at it probably more from the the conscience, like when your when your conscience is hitting you, you know, like yeah. ding, 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 like mm-hmm. that was wrong, or um, you know that that was kind of off, and you ignore that. And what's interesting about that is that that contextualizes itself differently in people's different people's lives. Mm -hmm. See, this is, and I think that's actually the context that Paul's talking about because he's saying, for Joanna, for you, your conscience might get dinged on the amount of time you're spending on Netflix. Mm -hmm. I'm just making up a scenario here. Well, yeah, that's
2: what I was just sitting here thinking. It's like, I know for me, it's like, that's like all the third night in a row of like scrolling Instagram.
0: So you're getting dinged by that, but that might not be what's getting me. And that's where you got to be careful. You're not um, prescribing that on others. Oh, that's good. But, but that's, so if I think if you know that Mm -hmm. and you willingly ignore that, yeah, I think God's saying, I'm trying to deal with you with something here Yeah, and you're ignoring me. And for me, it might be completely different topic, but I got my own thing.
2: Yep. And I think too, like with that, I know I notice it when I'm turning inward Mm-hmm. Where it's like, versus like I'm pouring out, or like, yeah, um, yeah, leaning into to like God's plan versus like Joanna's plan, mm-hmm. and so I can feel that for myself too. When That's, it's like, oh, you're like bucking what God's asking you to like lean into, instead you're kind of stepping back into like your own comfort zone or or what.
0: It just made me think as well of like um, when Paul talks about the ability for grace to be abused and, and and sort of misunderstood. And it's almost like, well, I'm loved for who I am. Mm. Mm. God's given me all the grace and all that. It's like, yes, absolutely. No one's going to, like, that's the gospel. You are, God is, you know, Jesus Christ has given his life for you before you did anything. Um, but then Paul says, but don't think that that's a license to sin. Like that's not a license to then to just live however however you want. So you've got this 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 tension that lives there of, well, I'm just I'm loved how I am and yeah, and but but you can't settle just for staying there either.
1: Mm-hmm. So it's that tension of like they're okay. both true. So like part of life change, and we talk about life change at LCBC Church all the time. But part of life change is changing behavior.
0: Yeah and because your identity's been changed. Yes. One of the things we'll talk about in our home is like, man, that's not what that's not what Mitchell's do. That's not who we are. Right? Mm-hmm. And so that's that's sort of like when you come into the family of God. See, he changes I'm a child of God now. Yeah. So I'm a son of God, I'm a daughter of God. Like so the reason I don't the reason I walk the reason I take care of my body isn't a rule. It's because my identity has been changed and I want to honor God in every aspect of life. Because this body was a gift for me. Because this body was a gift. The reason I um, live on less than I make is not because it's a rule. It's because that's because it's a gift. And so I want to be ready to respond generously or whatever it's it might God's be. Money. I want to I see what you're God's doing. money. So yeah. it changes your identity, which then changes your actions. And that's, that's, I think what I'm trying to get at is more just saying, get at that stuff yes. first.
1: Mm-hmm. It's like the whole athlete thing. Do athletes go to bed early? Do athletes, you know, that's work out every day? That's what athletes do. Yeah, 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 And now you're just changing it to that big picture. What does a Christian do? Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, well, how does a Christian answer that question? How does a Christian take care of their body? How does a Christian address their neighbor? How does a Christian, you know, keep their household in order? Mm-hmm. And yeah. Yeah. It, it's that's a worldview. That's a change in worldview because I think some people rest in what you said. It's not a. It's it's an abuse of grace, but they rest in I love Jesus, but I am no different than anyone
0: else. Mm-hmm. And you get real clear the big things, like like the big things are real clear. Uh, Christians don't like we don't, um, you know, go to the Sermon on the Mount, Matthew um, five, six, and seven, and you'll get real clear, like we don't cheat on our spouses. Yeah. You know what I mean? Doesn't mean you don't make mistakes. I'm trying to say like that's part of what it means to be a Christian. Now, Christians have done that and there's forgiveness. David in the Bible did that and there's forgiveness, not that. so that's not what sure. we're talking about, but you're going to it's you're going to pay I mean there's consequences to sin too. Um but then there's the ones that you're not like you're not going to find in the Bible how much you sh- Netflix you should watch. Yeah. And you're not going to find in the Bible um you know, how, how, what kind of, what price car you should buy. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's where your that's my point earlier. Like that's where your conscience kind of kicks in and God will lead and direct you because you have the Holy Spirit living inside you and you need to pay attention to that. So for you, it might be, oh man, to spend a hundred thousand dollars on that car is like, I don't know. I feel, I just feel yeah. like there's a better use. Okay. Then you need, you should pay attention to that. And then for another person, a hundred thousand like, no, I'm good. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that's fine. Mm-hmm. So that's where you got to be real careful about, like, not again prescribing conscious stuff. The big stuff's real clear in the New Testament.
1: Yeah, you know it's interesting because I think that there, um, there was Joanna. You 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 were yeah you you rocked the '90s, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, you you were younger, but. um mm-hmm. There used to be this thing WWJD. Yeah, you know, like what would Jesus do? It was a filter. It was like, you know, what yeah. would Jesus do? And it's a shame that it became so cliche and and yeah, right, brazened on jewelry because it was a good worldview of of asking what what does well what would,
0: Christian means little Christ. The word means wow. little Christ. So I mean, like at the f- most fundamental level, it's a pretty kind of I mean, is it a good thing to aspire to? Like mm-hmm. it's a good yeah. like. Yeah, would Jesus
1: punch that person? No. Yeah. All right. The um, you know, it's it's interesting. Like, you know, so so as we talk about this, um, as we talk about becoming more and more like Jesus, what do you, what do you say to the person that? What do you say to the person that uh, is saying like I've tried, like I I've tried to make these changes and I don't have the strength, I don't have the willpower. Because it's not fair to just go like, God wants you to to lose 50 pounds. Oh, Okay, good. That's great. I don't have the willpower.
2: Yeah, I think I'm really glad I don't have to go from like complacency to perfection.
1: Oh, go on.
2: So I just think like there's a lot of room between realization and like then taking steps towards that thing. Mm. And so I'm real glad when I said, hey, Jesus, like I'm all in, I'm following you, that it wasn't like, great. So then starting tomorrow, like you <laughs> need to do X, Y, and Z. Like that's, you know, so yeah, I think like the, whether it's like the discernment light or like that conscious piece, like starts turning back on, seeing things differently, like yeah. that's awesome. But thank goodness we don't have to go from realization to perfection.
0: Well, if you're a follower of Jesus, you, you, your life should be distinctive. Ooh, I like it, that. It should, there are distinctive, yes. I mean, like, <laughs> uh, it was the reason why the first Christians were persecuted. I mean, they were they were ostracized and persecuted and beaten. And man, I don't want to go back to that, but let's just go back there for, like, I don't now, but let's go back to that day for a second. The reason why is because it was obvious they were Christians. Mm. Now, on the other hand, um, I'm always intrigued by, I think it was Joseph of Arimathea, where it says he was, it describes him, he was a secret disciple. Oh. And he was a disciple. Hmm. So he was in process. And we always read about the, we read about the hero, the heroes in the New Testament, in the book of Acts and the early church, and Paul and Timothy and these guys, right? They're leaders. And we have to remember that sometimes too. So part of what I think I'm trying to do now, I'm, now I'm trying to soften it up and be like, I say, be gracious with yourself. Because I, I
1: think it's both. That's it is good. I'm glad, you're, I'm glad you're doing that. It's they're two all, sides.
0: These guys are all leaders, but we see them. So these are like Navy SEAL Christians because they're the ones you have, like who else are you going to write about? Yeah. Um, because they're the ones actually going out and doing the thing. So how many more... Thou- literally thousands you never read about, and they're just making shoes in Philippi, and like that's the guy who just he he got up and he was he was just making shoes for people in the in the village in the town in the city, and he he was a disciple too. You'll never read about him, but he was kind of figuring it out,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and he was kind of one step forward and two steps back, and that's I think more typical. And so, but that's not a reason not to keep moving. It's not a reason not to keep um, whatever. So the 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 answer to your question about like should our Netflix I don't know if you were asking. You were just saying our Netflix should look different the way. That is true. I think it's true. Like it should it should reflect the heart of God for this world, the things we consume, the ways we treat people, you know, all of that. But. It doesn't happen, Joanna, you brought this up. It doesn't happen within 24 hours mm-hmm. of, yeah. for most people.
2: Yeah.
1: And it's it's allowing Jesus to transform, you know, allowing Jesus and, and him to speak into those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's really good. So, okay. So do you think that God has... Uh, do you think God has a ultimate potential for us? Like, do you think that there... Do you think God thinks that there's more that Chad could be living up to because here's the thing you said you know those were Navy seal Christians and I'm gonna just go, do you think that some of us are supposed to be Navy seal Christians and we're not because we don't try
0: I think we're supposed to be exactly I think we're supposed to I think we're supposed to be faithful and if God is putting opportunities in front of you to take more risk and uh, and, and exercise more faith, you should do that yeah. But I don't think everyone is called to go overseas and, and and, and you know, um, give up their job to go do. I think some people might be.
1: Yeah. But I don't think
0: everybody is. So I don't know what I think, what I know everybody is called to is, if you're a Christian, if you're a follower of Jesus, um, is to be faithful and love God and love others yeah. faithfully. Yeah. yeah. In the context he's given you.
1: Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna bring us back to very specifically with change. So there's someone out there listening and they're saying, like, I they they're in their eye, their target for what how they wanna be different, whether it's physical or or mental or financial, whatever. Mm-hmm. They have a target. But the target isn't themselves. The target is someone else. What do you mean? They wanna be someone else. They no. wanna be they're, like they're saying, I want to be like her. I want to be like him. I want to look like her. I want to, I want to have what he has. Is there a toxicity of that sense of jealousy? Is there like tell me about uh, that yeah. of of trying to be not the best version of yourself, but to be the best version of themselves?
0: Yeah, I mean. Uh, yeah, that's a pretty slippery slope mm. to go down for lots of reasons. Because
1: even for Christians, because like mm. I know pastors that are like, oh, totally. I want to be like Andy Stanley.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Um, maybe yeah, even for you. I mean, yeah. The com- No, no, no. I mean, the comparison game is toxic, and it affects and and especially in our world today, where it's so easy to always see uh, the highlight reels of everybody else and everything mm-hmm. God's doing in their life, or or all the ways that they're making more money now or or now they're living in that house or they're got that many followers on Instagram or, you know, YouTube. And so, yeah, that's real. I mean, and that's, and that happens. Um, I think everybody fundamentally probably knows it's not healthy and yet it's like a drug we can't quite get off of for some reason, like to, to keep thinking, I would just say, um, First of all, God has uniquely positioned you where he has you and it's dishonoring, I think, to God yeah. to, to what's the word? Um, I don't know. I was going to say to loathe that. And that's probably way too strong of a word. But, um, you know, God, you're fearfully and wonderfully made. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's knit he knit you this is Psalm one thirty nine, right? He knit you together in your mother's womb. Yeah. That means he he made you your personality, who you are, your gifts, your strengths, your passions, for a very real purpose and meaning in this world. And so to I think to to sort of dismiss that and to just long and always to use a word that you like to use, pine. Oh, it's <laughs> Chad, such a great word. To long for something else, I think is a um, I don't know. It's a little bit dishonoring of what God's done for you and done in you and what He has for you, but you know, you got to get comfortable with who He's made you to be.
1: Mm -hmm. So, you know, I I, for a lot of reasons, I want to ask this. Like, there's there's a there's a gal that's listening out there that hates the look in the mirror. Uh, There's there's a person that just wishes they could be someone else and and they try change, but their change is based on a very unhealthy look on the other side. So what would you say to that, Joanna?
2: I think that's really hard. Like to be in that spot where, I mean, some of that just is from like a discontentment.
1: Oh, go on discontentment.
2: Yeah. Because I mean, if that, like, uh, I think some of that is like, we want to be content but then you see what someone else has and you want that thing. So then like you're in this like, Oh, well, like it, it really is. I think at the root, a little bit of just like discontentment and that can be really yes. hard to work through. Um, yeah. So I think, yeah, I, I probably would just say I've been there. I have some pretty specific guardrails on what I will and won't follow on my Instagram account for that very reason. Hmm. Um, because I know to like see what on Instagram looks like the perfect mom kills uh, me. I can't like, I can't play that game. Like, and also then the reminder that like, those aren't my kids. That's not my family. I actually don't need to do what that family does. And so some of it, I just think is like naming it. Um, yeah. And then I think sometimes like we do have to put up guardrails to then get in between us and yeah. that um, like access to that feeling, if you will. And I don't get it right all the time. Um, but I think like just, yeah, I mean, even in kind of like the motherhood segment, I guess, like, I mean, I've been in it for seven years, so I'm still very new to it, but I've also learned enough that it's like, that's not good for my mind. That's not good for my contentment. That's not good for the story God's writing for me. But Um, I think
0: what you're getting at, Joanna, is, is the, it, it starts with you. You're challenging it. You're challenging What feeds and fuels Mm -hmm. that discontentment or that sense of I need to change for the wrong reasons or whatever it might be? Yes. And that's what I think we, I don't know if we do that a ton. And Mm -hmm. so you're sitting there going, what fuels it? Oh, this, this, and that. Mm -hmm. Well, then I need to stop feeding myself those things and redirecting my thoughts
1: towards these things. What is uh, the motivation of the change? So yeah. if the motivation of your change is to be like someone that you are not. That's a wrong motivation. If your motivation for working harder isn't because I want to be a good steward, but because I want the boat, and you yeah. trade and your so family time for know, it, man.
0: it's so hard to. Oh yeah, to know you've got to be very self aware on that kind of stuff.
1: Mm-hmm. That's very hard. That's a very fuzzy line. I I, yeah, I appreciate the fact that we talk about the fuzzy lines. We talk about the gray. Yeah. It's not easy. There's not an easy answer. And sometimes, to be honest, I
0: just go because, so for me, the fuzzy yeah. lines are like success. How's the church doing? Are we meeting the goals that we're setting out to do? And then, and then my mind will play tricks on me. And I'm like, oh, is that just about you? Mm-hmm. Uh, is that just about making you look good and mm-hmm. and all that? And then, um, then you'll get crazy. And you're like, well, I think it's from God. Well, maybe that's just you. And then at some point you're like, because the line's fuzzy, right? So that's like for me. Mm-hmm. Sometimes what I just do, I go, God, you're way more gracious than I. So you know my heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if it's wrong, correct it. But if it's like, like, give yourself some grace too. Mm-hmm. Like you don't have to overthink the whole thing. And it's like, I don't. I think my heart's right. But maybe it's not. I don't know. And then it's like, okay,
1: God, God knows. Okay, so, He's pretty gracious. So let's end with a conversation because there's going to be people listening here, and they're going to say, Jason, I have no problem with the changes. I'm God's working on me. I'm I'm a work in progress. I got a lot of changes for the person in my life, like mm-hmm. the other person, like the changes. Like I'm I'm doing pretty good, but I my spouse stinks. I really want to change him. So what do you, yeah. yeah. So what do you say to the person that, that says that? You ought to talk. You ought to be open.
0: You ought to be honest. At the end of the day, your relationship should be built on with anybody. So that's one example, like a marriage relationship, but even with a kid that you want to see change or a parent that you want to see change or whatever it might be. Um, you have to, go to sleep at night with your, the integrity of knowing I've voiced everything I need to voice. I've been honest. I've told them what my expectations are. There continues to be a gap. And now I let go. You have to, that's, that's all I'm trying to say is like the letting go is like the, I can't make them do anything. Now you may have boundaries to like, that's a whole nother conversation. Okay. So you may have boundaries. You're going to have to, to draw. So, Hey if you quit if you don't quit doing that we're gonna to have to get separate checking accounts That's a boundary you may have to draw but you can't you got to let go the resentment man that really really grows in the in the um, in the belief or in the soil of I can change someone
1: I see so so sometimes and and sometimes there's really unhealthy toxic habits and I get that but sometimes we we have created this image of what we want in a spouse wants in a child. Mm-hmm the the expectations, and when they dip below those expectations or what we've seen in our mind, um, sometimes it becomes very unhealthy because we want them to live up to expectations. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, they may be right expectations. They may be um, realistic. Sure. I think anytime someone doesn't live up to the expectations that, that you have, you have to ask yourself a couple of questions. Number one, have you even... Um, articulated those expectations because if you're expecting them to live up to something that you haven't articulated, that's not fair. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, we've all been in the receiving end of someone mad at us or whatever. Like, Oh, I didn't even know you were expecting me home Mm -hmm. at that time. Yeah, So, you know, whatever. So, so one, you have to ask that. Secondly, if, if it's, if it's, if you've articulated it, you need to say, is it realistic? Is that a realistic expectation or not? Mm. And if it is a realistic expectation, like it's legit, then you got to go, what am I going to do in that gap? And you're probably going to have to, my guess is, draw boundaries and, and all that, figure out what the boundaries are. But you're not going to, you just can't. The, the worst thing to do would try to be to force them. And that's why we start nagging. Yeah. And that's why we start, that's all an attempt to force someone to change.
1: Mm-hmm. So it's control. You talked about that in yeah, we've another podcast. Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah, yeah. You know, what, what did you say? You said care. care leads to concern. And sometimes it derails to control.
0: Yeah. If you're not careful, it can disguise itself as that.
1: So we care for our children. Yeah. Become concerned for our children. And and then, and then, and
0: then you have the, the, yeah, exactly. Then, then you have the, there's like a defining line there of like, are you going to cross over? Are you going to trust them with God? Or are you going to cross over and now try to be God in their life? Oh, my mom always told me that she was like one of the, she was like one of the commitments we made. And I went off the rails and, She was like, one of the commitments we made was, I wasn't going to be the Holy Spirit in your life. And you know what that did? When I was, when the Holy Spirit truly, when I finally opened my heart up to the Holy Spirit working, I was safe with them to go back to them. Mm -hmm. They hadn't pushed me away. Oh,
1: man. Okay. Mm -hmm. Do you see what I'm saying? Someone needed to hear that today.
0: So because they committed that they were just going to love me and, and be rules I mean like they had mm-hmm. they had all that the expectations too it's not like that went away but they weren't going to try to change me we know what that means it's like you start nagging and beating down and mm-hmm. you know all that kind of stuff oh, it's like goodness. i'm going to shame you until into behavior yeah totally. um that's, that's what I, I think she was mean when she said i we're not going to be the holy spirit we're not going to try to be the thing that changes you mm-hmm. yeah. because of that i was when i truly was like oh god you're working in my life i knew i could go to them because i, I still had the relationship with them
2: yeah and I think a lot of assumption can happen if we're not asking some of those questions too. And so like I think even, I mean, in my own life, even I've had friends like where you're just assuming also that you're operating out of the same worldview.
1: Uh,
2: and so then when you try to get change into play, then oh. that becomes like a whole hot mess of a situation because you're not even starting out of the same worldview. Wow. And then trying so to- or,
0: or even like someone just gives their life to Christ. And you've been walking with Jesus for like 21 years. And it's like, dude, why, why would you expect them? They're a baby. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So it's Uh, like, oh, well, you need to do this, 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 and that. It's like, hold up, man. Jesus was pretty patient,
1: pretty patient with people. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Wow. That's powerful. That was, that's really good. So, so kind of to wrap up, like, you know, when it talks about, you know, people's potential and, and do you think that, um, if you could kind of give, give people advice that are you know, listening to this and, and saying, like, you know, I don't think I'm reaching you know, the potential that God has for me, what would you say to that? And, and what could happen if they started to aspire to, to reach their fullest potential? And I say potential, not their best self, but potential. Like, you know, what God you know, kind of wants for them, the better life that God wants for them. What, what advice would you give them if they're kind of saying, like, I kind of want to do things differently? What, what spiritually? Would you? What track would you put them on? Um,
0: I'd probably say uh, to s- to do the small little things that demonstrate faithfulness to Jesus, and it, the potential reveals itself. I mean, I would just be careful about being okay. too hard on yourself about. We may have expectations for our life that Jesus doesn't even have, and so mm-hmm. it's like again. Go back to the basics. Jenny is always so good about reminding me about this. She's like, well, what do we know? Like, I'm like, oh, I, I feel like I should be this or I feel like we should be about this. And, and she's always just bring me back. She's like, hey, just love God and love other people. Like oh. it really does kind of come down to, so that is your greatest potential. Your fullest potential is realized when you're doing that. Mm-hmm. And I think Jesus, and I mean, God will make clear to you sort of the... Surrounding so how that gets demonstrated and, and yeah. as you go, but we sometimes overthink it. Mm-hmm. It's good. It's like, what's my life supposed to be about? What's my life supposed to be about? It's like, well, love God, love others, mm-hmm. and uh, go make disciples. Yeah. And you're probably good. Mm-hmm. Well, you're not, it, that's what Jesus said to do. So mm-hmm. you're definitely good.
2: Yeah, and I, and I think, I know for me, like checking yourself against someone farther ahead in you like or farther ahead in life than you. Ah, uh, that's good. Like again, like just don't try to go at it alone.
1: So 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 seek seek like
2: wise counsel. Yeah, wise like, counsel.
1: Like the, the who's your inner circle. Yeah. You know, of people that that can advise you. Mm-hmm. So uh in in the end, I think, you know, everyone, you know, listening to us, like there's some people that had given up, you know, and and our I think our hope and prayer is that you know, whatever the change might be, we're, we're prayerful that they will find it.
0: Change is always possible. Mm-hmm. Always possible. Always with, with God. Always. Romans 12, 1, 2 says, You know, offer yourselves as a living sacrifice. For this is what's pleasing to God. And it says, and, and, and do not be conformed to the patterns of this world, the behaviors and customs of this world, um, but let God transform you by the renewing of your mind transformation is the, that is what God does. He transforms dead things to alive things. Yeah. So that's what he does. So change is always possible.
1: And when you start to look at it from the perspective of God saying like, this is God's money. This is God's body. This is God's, you know, fill in the blank. These are God's kids. And how does that change how you use it? Yeah. So, well, it's great, great conversation guys. So, so God bless everyone listening to this and, and, We'll keep going. You know, each week we're going to come back here and uh, we're going to keep talking about how to live change. You know, if we're a life change by Christ, how do we live that change out each each day? Uh, Thank you for subscribing. We always appreciate those of you who subscribe. And just as a reminder, someone needs to hear what you just heard. Who is it? Make sure you send it to them. All right. God bless. Take care. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed today's conversation, be sure to follow the show, send today's episode to a friend, and leave a review. The Live Changed podcast is produced by LCBC Church. LCBC stands for Lives Changed by Christ. We are one church in multiple locations across Pennsylvania. For more information about LCBC, resources from this episode, and ways to grow in your relationship with Jesus, go to lcbcchurch.com.